1: AT&T Fiber live like a Gagillionaire. available wherever you get your podcast limited to availability in select areas visit att.com/hypergig with details
2: From BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
1: is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board
2: this is uncanny USA
1: he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed.
2: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tannerito's. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to True Crime? Catch Killer Cases and more spine-tingling shows on a Crime Central. Crave Adventure? Explore Asian action movies on HayA. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio.
0: Greetings, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast that never gets tired of history. Today is April 17th, 2020. The day was April 17th, 1951. The Peak District became the first national park in the UK. Before the 19th century, wild and remote areas in the UK countryside were viewed as untamed and unsafe, but by the early 19th century, people had begun viewing these remote areas more favorably. English poets like Samuel Taylor Coleridge and William Wordsworth romanticized the countryside in their work. Yellowstone, the first national park in the United States, was established in 1872, Yellowstone is sometimes considered the world's first national park, though this is disputed because there were nationally protected areas in some countries already. Regardless, more national parks began popping up around the world in the late 1800s, such as the Royal National Park in Australia and Banff National Park in Canada. By the late 19th century in the UK, people had begun fighting for the right to roam. A lot of the land in the U.K. was privately owned, and over the years, people put forth more demands for access to restricted land. The freedom to roam is a principle that states that people have the right to access land for recreation and exercise. In 1884, James Bryce, a member of Parliament, introduced the first parliamentary bill for public access to the countryside. The bill failed but it was reintroduced every year for the next few decades, only to fail each time. Meanwhile, public appreciation for natural areas and outdoor recreation was growing. As industrialization spread across England and cities expanded, people began walking around the countryside. At the end of the 1800s, people began forming rambling clubs. And in 1905, the Federation of Rambling Clubs formed in London. As more people began to seek access to private land, conflict between landowners and public interest groups escalated. In 1931, a government inquiry recommended the creation of an authority to choose areas for designation as national parks, but this proposal went nowhere. The next year, in an event known as the Kinder Scout Mass Trespass, hundreds of people gathered to protest the fact that people were being denied access to areas of open country. In 1936, a voluntary Standing Committee on National Parks was formed to advocate for national parks and lobby the government. The committee was made up of leisure activity enthusiasts and nature conservationists. World War II broke out in 1939, but the campaign for the creation of national parks continued. And as the war neared its end in 1945, John Dower, who was secretary of the Standing Committee on National Parks, produced a white paper on national parks as part of the Labour Party's planned post-war reconstruction. This report led to Sir Arthur Hophouse's report in 1947, which prepared legislation for the creation of national parks in the UK. The report also proposed a list of 12 areas to be designated as national parks. Two years later, the National Parks and Access to the Countryside Act was passed. On April 17, 1951, the Peak District became the first area to be designated a national park in the UK. The Peak District is an upland area in England at the southern end of the Pennines. Its highest point is the Moorland Plateau of Kinder Scout. Land throughout the park is publicly and privately owned. By the end of the 1950s, several more national parks were established. Unlike national parks in other countries, the state does not own or control the land in UK national parks. The national parks continue to be part of conversations related to the freedom to roam, conservation, and development. The Peak District National Park has around 13 million visitors every year. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to send us a note on social media, please feel free to do so on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We're at Podcast. You can also send us a message via email at iHeartMedia.com. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow.
2: For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. work.